everyone, and welcome to this, the 15th episode of the Transformers Reanimated Podcast. With me today is my beautiful and sexy co-writer, Greg. How you doing, Greg? I'm being beautiful and sexy. You're, you're in the future. How's tomorrow look so far? Oh, it's World Arthritis Day. <laughs> All right. Uh, also, uh, to help us sound good, because they have the talent, and I certainly don't, uh, we've got Stuart. Hello, everybody. How you doing, man? Doing pretty good. Not too bad. Thanks for coming back. I really appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, we also have Andrea. Hey, thanks for having me back, guys. Of course. How have you been? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. We had a we had a great response to Lady Starscream last time, so with the uh, oh, that's awesome. With this, with this <laughs> issue, we're like, we got to get Andrea back. Come on, the Starscream heavy this one. <laughs> I I'm, I'm really excited. When I was reading the script, I was like, yes, so much ham for me to just chew on. <laughs> And Mr. Toby. Good evening. How are you doing, sir? Oh, I'm good. I'm super. How's uh, how's the world of cosplay in a uh, pandemic world? Terrible, because no one can do anything. Uh, but I, I've actually, yeah. I actually really like uh, some of the stuff people are doing with Among Us right now. That's getting weird. So I don't know if you played that. <laughs> like people are just like, hey, there's a game that looks like it was made 30 years ago. Let's just do whatever we want with that everything old is new again uh it's not even that it's this is like it's like half aliens half zombies and people are literally just making whatever they want with it multicolored yeah it's real weird not how i'm spending my pandemic but you know Uh, teach their own yeah well it's that it's oddly enough like one of my favorite cosplayers now is a is a porn star Uh uh-huh like she must have just gotten really bored and they must not be doing anything because she just like has a costume every day. So, un- huh. unlike most cosplayers who are like bending over and like wanting to die because they can't do what they want to do, she's just like, "All right, well, I'm stuck in my house. I guess I'm gonna dress up every day." Weird. Fair enough. Yeah. Mr. Greg, what are we reading today? We have got issue twelve of Transformers Reanimated, which is called Sunny Side Up, because. We're clever. <laughs> awesome. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's a good story. I think this sort of rounds out, I guess, the first year, technically, of of Reanimated. So. Oh, yeah, it's issue 12, isn't it? Yeah, so we had the big sort of uh, double, you know, double feature love of hate storyline that kind of wrapped up a lot of uh, sort of little minor story arcs that we had. Um, mm-hmm. And this one we thought, well, let's... Let's take a break and sort of see what the other characters were doing at the time of of that. So you're gonna do like a giant size Transformers reanimated? Yeah. Well, Pr- we you printed out double the size for no reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know the Christmas one uh, we did. <laughs> that was that was our double sized issue for for Christmas. But uh, and that that was um, yes, that was that was interesting to say the least. So. <laughs> We'll, uh, we might have to see how we go with with double sized issues. And I want to I want to take just a minute and and thank uh, Livio Ramondelli for uh, gracing the cover of this issue with his presence. He uh, he did a stellar job and made himself known in a big way. Right, that is beautiful. Yeah, it's I I, I really I'm really happy with that with that cover. Like it's it's obviously it's Livio's style, but it is still clearly the G1 design of uh star screen there you know planting his flag on the moon as he as he does so yeah and just the the coloring too i think's really good he couldn't have earth so he looked around and he's like i'll take that rock yeah. i'll take that yeah. <laughs> you're not using it <laughs> australia the ocean. Oh, wait. yeah <laughs> that's, that's gene hackman it's like i just want oh, australia yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> All right, so uh, anybody listening who wants to read along, just head over to TransformersReanimated.com and download issue 12, and uh, we're going to kick this off. Page 1, panel 1. Exterior, the surface of the moon, night. Splash panel. 
With the rocket base of Omega Supreme in the background, Perceptor stands with Skyfire as he directs both Defensor and Superion towards one another. Each Autobot combiner appears to be carrying one half of an enormous satellite dish-like solar panel. At their feet is a computerized command box and its various controls approximately sized for use by a standard height Autobot like Perceptor. Beside the control box stands a metallic tower, easily as tall as the two combiners, and covered in more high-tech, futuristic solar panels. Is this? Did we change that name, Greg, because you and I were arguing over what it was called? Yeah, well, that's right. Originally, we called it a minaret because we just wanted a different word for tower, and then we looked a bit... You wanted a different word for tower. Yeah, well, because I didn't want it to be like, it's another tower. Um and then, yeah, you were like, I don't like that. Call it a tower. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you, so you guys were channeling Perceptor, is what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. Up first, Perceptor. Gently, gently. This final portion of the prototype must be aptly affixed, lest our labor drudgery and methodical exertion be for naught. I like that. That's good. Superion. No problem, Perceptor. Almost got it. <laughs> I like that one in a different way. <laughs> Defensor. Wait, whose exertion? Panel 2. Watching from behind Perceptor, still directing the off-panel combiners, Grapple and Hoist share a satisfied smile. Perceptor. Delightful. Defensor, stupendous superior. It certainly is alleviating to witness the employment of strength by someone other than those calamitous Dinobots. Grapple. It's finally happening, Hoist. The new solar collection tower is coming together beautifully. Hoist. And it's all because of your amazing architectural design, Grapple. Page 2, Panel 1. Perceptor watches with content as Defensor and Superion finish snapping together the dish-shaped solar panel, connecting it to the peak of the tower. Defensor. There. Superion. All set. (laughs) (laughs) Perceptor. Wonderful. This operation is proceeding tremendously. Panel 2. Close on Hoist as he makes a transmission from his pop-up wrist communicator. Hoist. Cosmos, do you read me? We're almost ready down here. How long do we have? Panel 3. Exterior. Space. In orbit of the moon. In his UFO mode, Cosmos sails through space. The moon can be seen far below him in the bottom left of the panel, while the sun appears even further away in the top right of frame. Cosmos. I read you, Hoist. Just in time, too. You've got about three minutes to be ready before the sun hits your location. Panel 4. Exterior. The surface of the moon. Night. Perceptor stands with Hoist and Grapple before the completed solar collector tower. Hoist. Three minutes, Perceptor. Perceptor. Excellent. This first attempt must go according to plan. Otherwise, we will be delayed a full 27 days until the Earth's moon is again in perfect. Grapple. Uh, then maybe you better switch it on. Panel 5. Rather embarrassed, Perceptor powers up the solar collection tower, causing its array of solar panels to glow behind Perceptor. The sun begins to crest over the horizon. Perceptor. Oh, yes, of course. Panel 6. Shot from behind, the Autobots, Perceptor, Grapple, Hoist, and Skyfire, watch as intense sunlight shines across the moon's landscape, striking the tower's solar panels and creating a hive of energy production. Skyfire. It's working! Perceptor. Immeasurably so. Thank you, Grapple. By absorbing the unfiltered rays of the sun... We can now create an almost unlimited supply of a clean energon. Grapple. Don't mention it, Perceptor. Not only is this new and improved version one of my proudest designs, but this will definitely give us the energon edge over the Decepticons. We're all British. (laughs) We're all sitting on the moon, drinking tea. 
That's bloody hell. Except for Sky Fire. He's like, I'm a big goddamn jet. (laughs) America. Page three, panel one. Exterior. Elsewhere in space. With the planet Mars in the background, the shuttlecraft mode of Astrotrain glides through the emptiness of space. Caption. Elsewhere. Astrotrain. I still can't believe Megatron made us all go made us go all the way out to Saturn just to collect a paltry amount of energon from its rings. Talk about dull. Panel two Interior Inside Astrotrain Inside what appears to be Astrotrain's cargo bay, three Decepticons, Starscream, Blitzwing, and Frenzy stand before a wall mounted monitor and its display of space. Frenzy. I know, I know, right? What did I do to deserve this dud assignment? I didn't ask to get turned into a giant monster. Yeah. Starscream. Callbacks. <laughs> oh, pipe down, you pint-sized peon. This isn't about you. This is all about me. Megatron is clearly jealous of my greatness and sent me on this pointless errand to... Panel 3. Astrotrain's voice interrupts Starscream's pity party, causing Starscream and Blitzwing to turn towards the monitor and its new image of Earth's moon. Astrotrain off-panel. Hey, it's Starscream. Check it out. Starscream. What is it now, Astrotrain? Panel 4. Starscream's point of view, looking at the monitor, its image now displays a wide shot of the Autobots and their working solar collection tower. Astrotrain off-panel. On the moon. Autobots. Panel 5. Blitzwing turns to Starscream. Blitzwing. It looks like they've set up some kind of energon provider down there. Starscream. <laughs> got the animated version of Blitzwing. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. This could be the perfect opportunity to get back in Megatron's good graces and avoid any more pointless outings with you bumbling fools. Close on Starscream as he confidently raises his right fist before him with self-confidence. Starscream. Move in, Astrotrain. Let's take a closer look. Page 4, Panel 1. Exterior. The surface of the moon, dawn. Sunlight continues to shine across the landscape, and more importantly, the solar collection tower. The device and its solar panels are still lit up like a Christmas tree, its energy conversion technology having already created several tall stacks of energon cubes. Nearby, Perceptor, Skyfire, Grapple, and Hoist stand in celebration. Grapple and Hoist are high-fiving. Skyfire. It's amazing! Truly amazing! Perceptor. Yes, indeed it is. Panel 2. Both Defensor and Superion begin carrying handfuls of Energon cubes towards Omega Supreme's rocket mode, while Perceptor and Hoist direct them towards their target. Grapple, however, is now busily and worriedly pointing to something off-panel. Defensor. All right then, let's get started. Hoist. Excellent idea, Defensor. Time to initiate phase two. Grapple. Uh-oh, look. Panel three, exterior, the skies above the moon, night. While Astrotrain's shuttle mode cruises in the background, Starscream and Blitzwing, both in jet mode, take the lead roaring towards the front of the panel with devious intentions. Grapple, off panel. Decepticons. Starscream. Attack! Show no mercy! Panel 4. Exterior. The surface of the moon, dawn. Grapple and Hoist dive for cover as Blitzwing peppers the moon's surface with laser fire. Meanwhile, the much larger Skyfire has already trained his rifle on a dive-bombing Starscream. Starscream. Out of the way, Skyfire. That Inajan is as good as mine. Skyfire. I don't think so. Old friend. I just have to say, I still love Lady Starscream. <laughs> right? <laughs> she is a lot of fun. <laughs> Panel 5. As Skyfire prepares to fire at Starscream, Blitzwing transforms to land in tank mode behind the large Autobot. Blitzwing. Save some for me, Starscream! 
<laughs> Panel six. Skyfire transforms into his own jet mode to zoom off and avoid Blitzwing's assault, causing the blasts to continue toward a new accidental target, Omega Supreme's Energon Cube-filled rocket. Perceptor watches on in panic. Skyfire. You'll have to do better than that, Blitzwing. Perceptor. No, not the Energon. Page 5, Panel 1. Blitzwing's blast ignites the Energon collection. Energon collection. It explodes within Omega Supreme's rocket mode and causes fire and flame to spew forth from its open compartment. Omega Supreme. Explosion concerning. Panel 2. Omega Supreme awkwardly and painfully begins to transform to robot mode, now ravaged by the explosion. In the background, Frenzy jumps free of Astro Train to sail towards the moon's surface. Omega Supreme. Damage. Irrefutable. Transforming. Difficult. Panel 3. With his pile drivers, Frenzy bashes into the moon, ripping open a chasm that cracks along the ground and snakes towards Defensor's feet. Defensor. Hey, what do you think you're doing? Hey, what do you think you're doing? No, devastated. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I missed that one. Yeah, I accidentally ended that one. Too many. Too many. I like the the rule of like screenwriting and stuff is like don't have too many characters with the same like lettered names, and then Transformers is full of them. It's just like everyone's an S and a D and a T. It's like it's crazy. <laughs> sorry about that. Oh, no. <laughs> Frenzy. Ah, can it, you oversized rescue bot? I ain't afraid of you. <laughs> Panel four. With the chasm now directly beneath him, Defensor falls into a seemingly bottomless pit. Defensor. <laughs> I guess he'd be falling slowly because of moon gravity. Sure. <laughs> I didn't want to go full method like James and like over a hundred things. <laughs> Page six, panel one. Skyfire looks up at a clearly unwell Omega Supreme, now in robot mode, but heavily damaged. Blitzwing has returned to jet mode and is closing in behind him. Skyfire. Omega, are you all right? Omega Supreme. Well-being, uncertain. Concern, appreciated. Panel two. Omega Supreme turns to fire a charge from his cannon arm towards Blitzwing, as Superion can be seen hovering behind the Decepticon Triple Changer. Omega Supreme. Retaliation imminent. Unfortunately, targeting systems irregular. <laughs> Omega's like one of my favorites to write as well. <laughs> you can't just be like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> to go like he's all personality that yeah you have to right. go super literal which is like this is happening and something all else charisma <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> panel 3 Blitzwing banks to the left to avoid Omega Supreme's wayward blast that instead strikes Superion directly in the chest Blitzwing <laughs> give it up Omega you're yesterday's model <laughs> Superion that was me, wasn't it? God damn it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even remember what I was doing. Oh, no, God! No, that was just Randy. <laughs> that was it Randy? No. Oh, no, yeah! <laughs> I'm reading that literally. <laughs> I, I, I have to go through and uh, mark that now. Panel 4. Skyfire looks on as Superion has now split apart into the five separate aerial bots. Damaged. Each of them sails towards the moon's surface like a swarm of moths that flew too close to a bug zapper. Skyfire. Superion? Panel 5. Omega Supreme begins to topple forward, creating a mighty shadow that falls across a fretful Skyfire. Omega Supreme. Injuries. Indeterminable. Orientation. Skyfire. Wait! Omega! Wait! Panel 6. Omega Supreme collapses on top of Skyfire, all but, all but burying the Autobot scientist in the soil. Omega Supreme. 
unsustainable. Skyfire. Page 7, panel 1. Starscream, Blitzwing, Frenzy, and Astro Train, now all in robot mode, stand with their weapons trained on grapple, hoist, and perceptor. Starscream. Now this is more like it. I've single-handedly captured a new source of Energon from you idiotic Autobots. Megatron will have no choice but to accept me back into the fold. Blitzwing, whispering to Astro Train. <laughs> single-handedly. <laughs> <laughs> Astro Train, whispering back. Yeah, right. <laughs> Panel 2. As Perceptor steps forward to object, Blitzwing and Astro Train turn their weapons on the injured and unconscious group of nearby aerial bots. Starscream's face now displays his customary smirk. Perceptor. Starscream, you despicable. Blitzwing. Not so fast, Autobot. One more move and your flying friends are toast. Starscream. That's right. They still function. For now. If you want to keep them that way, you'd better get back to gathering more Energon cubes. Panel 3. In the background, Perceptor, Hoist, and Grapple are, f- are forced back to work near the Solar Collection Tower by Blitzwing and Astro Train, while in the foreground, Starscream speaks into a pop-up communicator now emanating from his own forearm. Starscream. Megatron. Come in, Megatron. Panel 4. Exterior. The Decepticon Undersea Base. Underwater. The Decepticon Base remains in its usual subaquatic location. Starscream captioned. Megatron, do you read me? Panel 5. Interior. Inside the Decepticon Base. Megatron stands within the base's command center, flanked by Soundwave. Both of them look upon the room's view screen communicator, now displaying Starscream's face. Soundwave. Incoming transmission, Megatron. (laughs) He's back. (laughs) Megatron. Starscream, where are you? And why haven't you returned from your latest mission? Starscream. Good news, Megatron. I have captured an Autobot Energon production device on the surface of Earth's moon. Panel 6. While Starscream continues to speak from the view screen, Megatron has turned away from it, already issuing orders. Starscream. All we require is some additional transportation resources. Megatron. Excellent, Soundwave. Rally together an extraction crew and rendezvous with Starscream on the moon. I must have that energon. Soundwave. As you command, Megatron. Panel 7, exterior, the skies above the moon, night. High above Starscream and the moon, Cosmos glides by, surveying the scene from afar. Starscream. You won't regret this, mighty Megatron. Cosmos. Oh no, I've got to do something, but what? Page 8, panel 1, exterior, the surface of the moon, day. Caption, several hours later, The Autobots have now collected and gathered an enormous stack of Energon cubes, now twice the height of the Solar Collection Tower. Grapple, in crane mode, is adding even more cubes to the stack, while Hoist and Perceptor continue to work under the watch of Starscream and Blitzwing. Starscream. Hurry up, Autobots! Work faster! Panel 2. Some distance away and and unseen by Starscream or the other Decepticons, Cosmos transforms to land beside the still form of Omega Supreme. Cosmos. Okay, Cosmos. Time to be a hero. Panel 3. Cosmos looks down to see that Skyfire is actually only partially buried beneath Omega Supreme, his arms and upper body still relatively free. Skyfire, warily. Uh, Cosmos? Cosmos. Hold on, Skyfire. I'll get you out of there. Panel 4. Cosmos transforms to UFO mode yet again to hover mere feet from the ground, firing his tractor beam into Skyfire's trapped body, onto Skyfire's trapped body. 
Cosmos. Easy does it. Easy does it. Skyfire. It's working. Good job, little buddy. Panel 5. Hidden behind Omega Supreme's fallen body, Cosmos peeks out to keep an eye on the Decepticons while a now-free Skyfire begins working to retrieve, to revive, the Autobot giant. Far in the distance, what looks to be a second shuttlecraft appears to be moving towards Starscream's position. Cosmos. I don't know how much longer we can stay hidden like this, Skyfire. Skyfire. I know, I know. I'm working as fast as I can. Got to repair Omega, if I can. Cosmos. Then you'd better make it snappy. Look! Panel 6, close on the shuttlecraft mode of blast-off as he lands on the moon's surface. Cosmos captioned, Even more Decepticons! <laughs> I, want, I want that on a shirt. I want Cosmos on a shirt just being like, Make it snappy! <laughs> Strewn about at the bottom of his frenzy-made trench, Defensor sits up to rub his head. Defensor. Huh? What happened? Where... Where am I? Panel 2. From below Defensor, looking up, Defensor peers upward to see the stars high in the sky, illuminating the deep cavern... Illuminating the deep crevasse... Crevasse. (laughs) A word. He now finds himself... I told you to get rid of these fancy fucking words. (laughs) Anything more than two syllables and I can't do it. I like tower, goddammit. (laughs) Defensor. All right, frenzy, that little rock'em sock'em rodent. Panel 3. Looking down into the trench, Defensor begins the arduous climb up the chasm and towards the surface. Defensor. Oh, he's gonna get it. Just you wait, frenzy. You're gonna get it. Panel (laughs) 4. Exterior. The surface of the moon. Day. Soundwave exits Blastoff's shuttlecraft mode, joined by Thrust, Dirge, and Ramjet. Behind them, still inside Blastoff's cargo bay, several Constructicons, Hook, Scrapper, and Longhaul can also be seen. Meanwhile, Starscream greets Soundwave, overly pleased with himself. Starscream. Nice to see you finally made it, Soundwave. Did Megatron let you off your leash for once? Soundwave. We are here for the Energon Starscream. Take us to it. Panel 5, still still hidden behind the fallen Omega Supreme, Cosmos once again relays what he sees to Skyfire, which is Soundwave ordering the Constructicons toward the Energon stockpile. Cosmos. Ah, uh, Skyfire? Quickly? Skyfire. It's okay, Cosmos. I'm done. Isn't that right, Omega? Panel 6. Both Skyfire and Cosmos fly towards the front of the frame in their alt modes as a fully functional Omega Supreme lifts his gigantic head from the dust. Omega Supreme. Motor functions restored. Gratitude immeasurable. Skyfire. Don't mention it, friend. I just hope you're up for for round two. Omega Supreme. Indeed. Retaliation. Swift. (laughs) Oh, he's pissed off now. (laughs) You done pissed him off. Good. (laughs) He's like, emotions, almost. (laughs) (laughs) Page 10, panel 1. As the Constructicons move Energon Cubes towards Blastoff, In the background, Soundwave and Starscream watch as Dirge, Ramjet, and Thrust prepare to execute Perceptor, Hoist, and Grapple, all on their knees. Soundwave. The Energon output is sufficient. Megatron will be pleased. Starscream. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure he will be. He'll be even happier to learn that we've eliminated three more Autobots as well. Hoist. What? No, wait! Panel 2. Thrust is suddenly shot in the back, taking him down as Starscream turns to see what see that they're under attack. Thrust. Uh, Did we not have Toby? Yahoo! <laughs> 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 it's like Goofy falling out yeah. of the building. Yield will help scream. 
Starscream. What? Panel three. Skyfire and Cosmos fly into frame, opening fire on Soundwave and Starscream. In retaliation, Blitzwing, Dirge, and Ramjet transform to jet mode and take off towards the Autobots. Skyfire. Not what, Starscream? Who? Cosmos. Yeah, us! (laughs) (laughs) Starscream. No! Decepticons attack! Panel 4. From behind Dirge, Ramjet, and Blitzwing, Skyfire and Cosmos each bank towards opposite edges of the panel to reveal Omega Supreme returning to battle, looming up into frame like an angered leviathan. He blasts Dirge with his cannon arm. Blitzwing. Uh-oh. Dirge. Ah! Cosmos. <laughs> That's right. He's back. Omega Supreme. Retribution satisfying. Panel 5. Soundwave looks... I want Omega Supreme. Sorry. I just... I I want Omega Supreme to have, like, an anger translator. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, someone just comes and is like, That's right! I'm back! What? Panel 5. Soundwave looks towards the Constructicons as they begin to unite. Soundwave. Constructicons form Devastator. Or Devastator. Whatever you like. (laughs) Page 11, panel 1. Like so many times before, Omega Supreme and Devastator wrestle against one another. In the air behind Devastator, Cosmos is being pursued by Astrotrain Shuttlecraft mode as Skyfire shoots down Ramjet. Devastator. Omega Omega Supreme. Supreme. You will be devastated. devastated. That was something, guys. (laughs) (laughs) That was a thing. It happened. (laughs) (sighs) Panel 2. Near the Solar Collection Tower, Grapple and Hoist are engaged in a firefight with Soundwave and Starscream as Perceptor opens his own pop-up communicator from his wrist to receive a transmission. Chip Chase. Voice only. Perceptor! Omega Supreme! Do you read me? We're in big trouble! Can you help us? Perceptor. I'm afraid not, Chip. Despite our formidable defensive contingent, we regrettably have our uh, proverbial hands up full up here. Panel 3. Omega Supreme knocks Devastator off his feet with a solid blow. Chip Chase, captioned. Really? I know you guys are on the moon, but there isn't anything you can do to get back here in time? Omega Supreme. Current lunar predicament unavoidable. Reinforcement denial regrettable. <laughs> so that's that's the crossover from the last issue as well. Ah. When uh, yeah, Chip and that are looking for help. They they contact Omega Supreme. They're like, oh, there's Omega Supreme and the other guys on the moon. So, and basically they're like, no, we're busy. Um, so now we get to see what they were busy with. So. Just, just call the Dinobots like you always do. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> right? Panel 4. Rumble and Ravage suddenly eject from Soundwave's chest compartment to transform and fly towards Perceptor. Soundwave. Rumble, Ravage, eject, Operation Eradication. <laughs> so much emotion, Soundwave. Where's the trigger? <laughs> Panel 5, Soundwave watches as Perceptor tangles with Rumble and Ravage in the background, while in the foreground, Starscream shoots down Grapple and Hoist with his arm-mounted null rays. Starscream. What's the matter, Soundwave? Your minions can't handle one lone scientist? Grapple. Yow! Hoist. Bah! Page 12, Panel 1, Exterior, The Skies Above the Moon, Night. Splash panel. With a field of stars behind him, Cosmos is being pursued and fired upon by Astrotrain and Blastoff, both in shuttlecraft mode. Cosmos. Guys, I could use a little help here. Panel 2. A blast from Astrotrain sends the little Autobot hurling out of control. Cosmos. Oh, hello, anybody? Help! Panel 3, close on a massive left hand as it seizes Astrotrain. Astrotrain. 
No. That's you. What the? Yeah. <laughs> what the? Panel four, close on an identical right hand as it takes hold of Blastoff. Blastoff. Hey! Page 13, panel one, exterior, the surface of the moon, day. Full splash page. Defensor has returned to the surface. In all his glory, he smashes Astrotrain and Blastoff together above his head like a pair of orchestral cymbals as Cosmos turns back to cruise towards the Autobot combiner. Cosmos. Defensor, all right. Defensor. Don't worry, Cosmos. These two just need to pick on someone their own size. Astrotrain. Ah. <laughs> yes. Blast off. Urgh. Page 14, panel 1. Defensor drops the damaged pair of Astrotrain and Blast off to the ground as Frenzy approaches from the front of frame. Frenzy. You again? I'll finish you off for good this. Panel 2. Defensor kicks Frenzy into the distance and over the horizon. Frenzy. Time? Ah! Panel 3. From above, Skyfire shoots Soundwave in the shoulder, distracting Starscream from his task of executing grapple and hoist. Skyfire. Stay, Starscream. You're next. Starscream. Skyfire, you worthless has-been. Panel 4. Splash panel. Starscream transforms to jet mode to chase after Skyfire as he zooms higher into space. Starscream. I'll show you who's the true ruler of the skies. Panel 5. Hoist and Grapple shoot down Ravage and Rumble to save Perceptor. Grapple. Hold on, Perceptor. Hoist. Help is at hand. Perceptor. Oh, thank you for the assistance, my friends. Unfortunately, I fear what we must be done next. Panel 6. Grapple mournfully turns back to look at the solar collection tower. Grapple. Yes, so do I. Page 15, panel 1, exterior. The skies above the moon. High above the moon's surface, Starscream's jet mode closes in on Skyfire. Skyfire. Give it up, Starscream. You've never been fast enough to compete with me. Panel 2, interior, inside Starscream's cockpit. Inside Starscream's cockpit, Skyfire can be seen outside through its canopy window. Skyfire is also represented as a blip on Starscream's radar's targeting system. Starscream. Fast enough! Bah! You arrogant fool! Your speed is nothing compared to my prowess with a null ray! Fast enough for you, old man. I made the Parsec run in whatever it is. I made the Kessel run in 12 Parsecs. (laughs) Panel 3, exterior. The skies above the moon. Starscream fires a series of null ray blasts towards Skyfire, each of which only narrowly miss the Autobot, lighting up the area like a fireworks display. Starscream. Take this! Skyfire. Ugh! Panel 4, exterior, 255 miles above Earth. The space shuttle Columbia gently orbits the Earth. Shuttle commander captioned, Come in, Houston! (laughs) (laughs) Panel 5, interior, inside the Columbia. Astronaut's point of view, looking out the main cockpit window, beams of colored laser fire can be seen flying back and forth over the moon, in the far distance. Shuttle commander off panel. We have a problem up here. <laughs> Otis escaped the jail. <laughs> Page 16, panel 1, exterior. The skies above the moon. Starscream once again closes in on Skyfire. Starscream. Give it up, Skyfire. There's no escape. Panel 2, Skyfire transforms to robot mode to fall beneath Starscream as the Decepticon jet overshoots his target to fly over Skyfire. Skyfire. Who said anything about escaping, Starscream? Panel 3, Skyfire unloads his rifle into Starscream's underbelly. Starscream. Huh? Ah! 
Panel 4, Exterior, The Surface of the Moon. As Skyfire lands safely on his feet, in the background, Starscream crashes into the surface of the moon. Skyfire. Another happy landing. Page 17, Panel 1. Devastator delivers a vicious punch to Omega Supreme's body. Devastator. You are old, Omega. Omega. Panel 2. Devastator swings a right hook across Omega Supreme's face. Devastator. Old and weak. weak. Panel 3. Omega Supreme's clawed hand wraps around Devastator's face. Devastator. Old, weak, weak, and... and, and, uh. (laughs) Panel 4. Omega Supreme now holds Devastator over his head as though he is ready to toss a beach ball into the ocean. Omega Supreme. Enemy overconfident. Panel 5. Omega Supreme drives Devastator headfirst into the moon's surface. Omega Supreme. Banter unnecessary. Devastator. No! 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 (laughs) (laughs) That is difficult as fuck, but you guys are doing a really good job. Well done. Panel 5, Omega Supreme walks away from the battered and semi-buried Devastator like the stereotypical cool guy walking away from an explosion in an action film. Omega Supreme. Constructicons. Neutralized. Current mood. Smug. Page 18, Panel 1. Hoist stands guard over a defeated Soundwave, Rumble, and Ravage while Grapple watches Perceptor lift Soundwave's concussion rifle into frame. Perceptor. I am truly sorry, Grapple, but we cannot allow the Decepticons an opportunity to procure this technology. Grapple. I know, Perceptor. I know. Just just let me do it. Panel 2. Grapple fires Soundwave's rifle up towards the peak of the solar collection tower. Panel 3. The tower explodes, shattering its construction as though... It were a redwood filled with dynamite. Panel 4. Splash panel. Grapple and Hoist, now in vehicle modes, retreat from the s- subsequent adjacent <laughs> energon explosion that engulfs the entire stockpile. Perceptor escapes along with them, resting in his microscope mode on Hoist's roof. Caught in the blast radius, Soundwave, Ravage, and Rumble are sent hurtling into the air. Grapple. Well, at least it went out with a bang. Hoist. You can say that again. Page 19, panel 1. While a battle-weary and battered Soundwave is helped to his feet by Rumble, an equally battered Starscream turns in panic to see Omega Supreme, Defensor, Skyfire, and the rejuvenated aerial bots approaching from the background. Soundwave. Your energon is gone. This mission has failed. Starscream. And it's all your fault, Soundwave. I had everything under control until you showed up. (laughs) (laughs) What a lovely singing voice. (laughs) (laughs) I think we gotta end more of Starscream's lines with peas, Greg. I know, sorry about that. Yeah, that's gonna be uh, be fun to, to, to get that out. After everything he says, he's just be like, Oh, mighty Megatron. Pop, pop. <laughs> he just says everything Skywarp. Remember, yeah. Skywarp. There you go. There's a, a Freaky Friday issue with uh, Starscream and Warpath. <laughs> he's, just, he's just like, pow, bam. <laughs> Panel two. The slew of defeated Decepticons fly off into space, leaving the Autobots to look on from the moon's surface. Starscream. Decepticons, retreat! Cosmos. We did it! We shot those Gyragonzo's boss! Perceptor. Indeed, but at the cost of Grapple's prized architectural masterpiece. Panel 3. Hoist appears to console Grapple. Hoist. Yes, but it's not all bad. 
At least we stopped the Energon from falling into Decepticon hands. Panel 4, close on Cosmos. Cosmos. But can't we just rebuild the solar collection tower somewhere else? Somewhere we can better protect it from the Decepticons? Like Earth? Panel 5, close on Perceptor. Perceptor? Well, yes, I suppose we could. However, with Earth's atmosphere diluting the potency of the sun's radiation, the size requirements of said power station would be astronomical, city-sized even. Panel 6. As Perceptor finishes his thought, Grapple suddenly appears elated. Perceptor? And not a human-sized city either. Something much larger. Grapple? Wait, a city? An Autobot city? Page 20, panel 1. Splash page, wide shot, from behind. The entire squad of Autobots, Omega Supreme, Defensor, Skyfire, Cosmos, Grapple, Hoist, Perceptor, and Superion, look up from the moon towards the radiant planet Earth. Grapple. Sounds like a challenge to me. The end. Yay! Yay! Great job, guys. Great job. A little, uh... A little tease of the first ideas for Autobot City as well. Right. <laughs> Throw it in there. Yeah, that yeah. was good. Whenever someone mentions Autobot City, all I can ever think of is freaking um, the Insecticons are in our way. No, they're our way in. That, that yeah, quote, yeah. that like, sticks with me every time. <laughs> I always think of that, Ironhide as well. That, They're like, I need that, you to go to Autobot City. But yeah. Prime! Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't, don't want to go there. Yeah. It smells funny. Um, <laughs> like, I just want to shoot people. Yeah. Can <laughs> I kill? It's like Grapple's gym shorts. Can yeah. I own some libs? Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, so, like, that, that part of the movie actually, like, rewrote parts of my brain. Like, oh, someone's in my way. Nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just run right through them. I don't know if you, uh, I don't want to derail too much, but I don't know if you ever saw there's a movie with um, Mr. T called, like, The Strongest Man in the World. Uh, I have it on repeat all the time. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Isn't it? uh, so it, it's like, it's, of course, a Mr. T movie where he's, like, helping children do stuff. It pretty much was like one of his his uh, other videos, but this was like a full movie. And the problem was is that at the end, you know, the, that police academy thing where you have to jump over the um, the the wall with the rope. Mm-hmm. He could oh, never, yeah. He, yeah. yeah, he could never do it, and that was his big failure. That's why he never got the strongest man in the world because that's I guess the strongest man can do that. Um, but at the end of the movie, like not spoiling a forty-year-old movie, but uh, <laughs> so he's running and like he do- he literally just runs through the wall. <laughs> well, you know, like he does he doesn't even like jump. One over. way to do it. He just realized he, he was it? never gonna make the jump, so he's like, I guess I'll go through it, sucker. Did he at least leave a like cartoon outline of himself? Uh, no, it, he straight up <laughs> blasted through it. It was not a cartoon at all. It was like like solid. Two by fours. The guy just ran through. Just juggernauts it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He came up with a solution nobody else thought. Mm-hmm. Of. Thinking outside that box. <laughs> He's still a winner to me. Kobayashi. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He Kobayashi marooned that. <laughs> Even though all it took was jumping a little, it was only like six feet tall. Like a little upper body strength. Yeah. I mean, he's he's heavy. It's I hard. It was, well, he also had like. 50 pounds of gold around him. Take that off. Right. (laughs) This is my personality. Wouldn't that be funny if that was the deciding factor? (laughs) Could he not have also run around it, though? Uh, Well, I don't think running through it counted either. (laughs) This is my thing. Like, they still gave it to him. Like, no, hold on a second. (laughs) No. 80s. I don't believe in walls. Fuck you. (laughs) Only wall I ever knew is a sucker. (laughs) (laughs) well thank you guys so much for joining us this was a lot of fun i hope you guys had fun too oh yeah definitely always i always do (laughs) just stewart you what's that stewart you you want to you want to tell us uh how people can find you on the interwebs and what you're up to uh on uh twitter and instagram uh stew and beyond 
Uh, mostly Instagram is just toy pictures. Uh, so, yeah, I'm on there. That's uh, where you can find me. Cool. Uh, Toby, how about you, sir? I am Alpha Magnus. One word, A-L-P-H-A-M-A-G-N-U-S, at just about everything. Um, except for YouTube, but I don't even touch that stuff. So, yep. Yeah. What did YouTube do to you? Uh, YouTube let some guy in like Yugoslavia get Alpha Magnus Ooh. like 25 years ago when I started, and the dude has logged in twice since then, and I still can't get him to give me the thing. It's very annoying. <laughs> it's it's so like sad. some... Yeah, I'm like, whatever. So I just named myself that, but it's still... It's not like at that. It's very annoying. And he did the same on PlayStation as well. So I'm the Alpha Magnus. It's like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Same guy. <laughs> and Andrea, where can we find you online and what are you up to? Uh, Twitter I mostly use for screaming into the void, so I'm going to keep that to myself. Uh, okay. <laughs> Instagram, I'm uh, at Madre de Sisi, uh, and mostly going to be food, cosplay, and uh, cats. There's a lot of cats. All right, I will. Uh, I will put links to everybody's everything in the show notes. Whether you're uh, looking on the website or YouTube, or uh, I think it's going to show up on the on the iTunes feed too, or the Apple Podcast feed. Um, Greg, yes, sir. <laughs> I love you. Oh, I think everybody I know. knows. About I know. <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> See, all is these Star Wars references are wasted on you, Yasha. <laughs> is this is this like the uh, like Wayne's World, where the guy's just like, "I love you, man." Just say thank you. <laughs> I fell on my keys. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> so, thanks everyone for listening, and uh, we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Woo. Bye. Get out of here. Bye. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Get to the chopper. Yes.